Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning into the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into the college playoff as the bowl games are upon us. Uh, we have Bama taking on Cincy uh, and then Georgia, Michigan. So should be should be some good matchups there. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a huge college football fan, but not too into how they decide the final spots. I think there should be eight. Uh, at least, or some sort of tournament, uh, just, you know, takes away. There's too many question marks. You know, there's, you have to play too perfect to make it, and I don't like, I mean, expecting a team to, like, lose one or zero games all season is a tough task. Um, but regardless, I like those matchups, uh, so we'll dive into those. Who has the best chance to win it all? Who's the dark horse? Uh, and then we're also going to dive into some NBA, as Steph Curry is on the, he's on the precipice. Uh, of greatness uh, as he is going, you know, he's trying to break Ray Allen's three-point record. He had six last night. Uh, He needs 10 more uh, to break it, or maybe just nine more, nine or 10 more. Uh, Regardless, uh, he's going to do it sometime in the next few games. Uh, So amazing to see that we are, you know, we're witnessing the best shooter of all time uh, in Steph Curry. So, you know, he's changed the game in so many ways. Uh, So pretty cool to see. Uh, and, of course, we have our Fickner Cup fantasy pod. Uh, end of the season, the last week before the playoffs, who's in, who's out. Uh, it's no longer the witching hour. It's it's judgment day. So I want to dive into some football right away. Um, the lines come out, uh, and no surprise here, uh, for the college playoff. Uh, Bama, 13.5 over Cincy. Uh, Georgia, 7.5 over Michigan. Uh, I really love Michigan plus 7.5. I mean, I think that's just too many points for a team that's just proven that they, you know, can just win and win and win, you know, decisively. Yeah, Georgia is the only losses to Bama uh, last week in the conference championship. But Michigan gets 7 points. Uh, I'll lose on that. I'll lose on Michigan plus 7.5. But, you know, every time I bet against Georgia, you know, Georgia wins like 20-0. So, you know, and last week I had Georgia money line in a parlay, which you know didn't come through because Oklahoma State lost, so it didn't matter. But it wouldn't matter anyway. Uh, Bama, you know, proved Bama was plus six and a half, won easily outright. Not saying that you know that's for sure going to happen with uh, Michigan, but I do like the seven. I don't think you'll ever get Michigan plus seven ever again unless you know they win. They'll they'll be underdog again. Uh, Cincinnati, Bama. This is such a tough one. You know, I I think Bama for sure wins 13 and a half. So many points. Uh, it's it's just, I don't know. It's so tough, you know, these football playoffs. I don't know what's going to show up. You know, since he's been great all season, uh, yeah, they they haven't lost. Their competition hasn't been Bama. Uh, but it's like if you bet against Bama, you just look like an idiot. You really do. And it's like 13 and a half is a lot of points. And you know if I bet Bama, since he's going to come out with a kickoff return touchdown or some some BS, even though I'm rooting for Cincy, you know, 
Uh, but from a betting perspective, I would I would take the Bama points here. Uh, I know it's a lot, uh, but I just don't see Bama slipping. And since they've been, there's been so many games like this before where they've just played really good, you know, teams that you know kind of like a Cincinnati type level. But ultimately, it's just not on the same level as Bama. But we'll see. I, I I'm rooting for Cincinnati in that game, uh, no doubt. I mean, why not? Screw Bama. You know they all they shouldn't even be in really, but the, you know they deserve it. They came back against Auburn, only lost once, uh, so Bama deserves it. Uh, gonna be interesting. Gonna, gonna be very interesting. Um, you know, as I was saying, you know I'm a huge college football guy, but uh, and I like the bowl games actually a lot. They're always pretty close, uh, fun to watch. But yeah, it's just kind of stupid the way the season ends. Just kind of like decided by a committee and that's it. Um, you know, basketball, I mean, I know it's different because, like, the physicality of it, but basketball is amazing because, you know, you just get the teams in, you know, a committee selects those teams and then duke it out. Here, it's just kind of like committee selects their teams and then four teams duke it out. So, I don't know. Small sample size, but ultimately, it is what it is. It's football. I'm not complaining. No, I'll, I'll be fine with it. Uh, but let's get to some other bowl games here, some that catch my eye. Um, Pittsburgh, Michigan State, this might be, you know, one of the best bowl games the chick-fil-a peach bowl only thing is is we don't know if Pickett will play um i bet you he does but they are saying he might not because you know he's going to nfl draft and he's going to declare early um so keep your eyes on that one i, I, I wouldn't bet on that yet. i wouldn't bet on any of these games yet really because you don't know who's going to play and who's not they haven't really come out with that yet so staying away until it's, it's not for a little bit anyway i mean all these bowl games are at the end of december so you have you got time for you. I mean, a lot of the experts that look are already betting on him, but you know they probably know more than me. So, um, but I like that matchup. You know, I it's Michigan State's favored by one. Uh, every time I bet against Pittsburgh, uh, they destroy me. Every time I bet on them, <laughs> they have let me down. And I think those two losses are the ones they let me down in. Uh, it's hard to bet against Michigan State. These this is a total toss up. You know, I'll I'll go green. Uh, f- uh, for the Big Ten, you know, I love Michigan State. They've looked good to me. I think they match up well against Pittsburgh. But Pickett's a playmaker, you know, so he can really go off against any team. Uh, but I'm taking Michigan State. I'm taking the green in this. Um, let's see another one. The Alamo Bowl. 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 Sorry. Oregon, Oklahoma, 14 and 16. Sooners, 4.5. This is just this is just gross. I mean, both teams, you know, kind of underperformed down the stretch. Um, if you if you ask me, Riddle, who do you think is going to win this game? I'd go Oklahoma. Oregon hasn't looked good. I, I think Oklahoma is a better team here. Uh, even though Oregon did beat Ohio State, but I took Oregon last week against Utah, and they just sucked. I'm like, you know what? I can't bang against Oregon. Oh, Oklahoma, at least you know their losses, you know, have been against you know Baylor, who won the Big Twelve, and Oklahoma State, who, uh you know, beat them by four in a crazy game and who lost in the Big 12 championship. So, you know, not bad losses there. Yeah, I'm taking the Sooners in this one. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably bet on the Alamo Bowl. Why not? Uh, what's another game here? Oh, Wake Forest, Texas A&M. Texas A&M, seven-point favorites against Wake. Wake is just, you know, they're 10-3, but they feel like they're a lot worse. Like, I I love Wake Forest. They're always plus spread. But they always let me down. Always let me down. Wake Texas A and M our defense is so good, but Texas A and M you know doesn't their offense is trash. I don't think they'll be able to keep up with Wake Forest. I like the seven points for Wake. Uh, I'm gonna take Wake plus seven here. Um, you know, 
get our boy, whatever is the quarterback for Wake on the phone. He's always on the phone after he scores. Or even when he doesn't score, he's on the phone on the sideline. I don't know who he's talking to. Uh, but I, I, I can't bet against Wake. Texas and offense, really not that good. Uh, I like Wake Forest points here. Uh, and then we have, so Utah, Ohio State, the Capital One uh, Rose Bowl game. Uh, Buckeyes, six and a half against 11 Utah. You know, I can't bet against the Buckeyes here. Utah's look good. Six and a half is a lot of points. Um, but the Buckeyes, you know, they're only losing to Oregon and uh, Michigan. But then again, it's like they lost or they lost to Oregon, who Utah has beat twice by a, a ton. It was, but it was also early in the season for Ohio State. You see what the life of a better is. There's always so there's always different scenarios on the other side. Um, six and a half here. You know what? Um, I like I like Utah points in this. You know what? Utah a plus six and a half, beating a team that beat Ohio State twice. Or Ohio State lost to, them, to Oregon once, but Utah beat them down. Not just beat, like demolished them twice. Utah looks good. Um, I, I'm going to take the points in this as well. Utah plus six and a half. You know, I always look at an idiot betting against Ohio State, but they have not really, you know, impressed me. Yes, yeah, CJ Stroud's a Heisman, but I think Utah has something to play here for Ohio State. I mean, it is the Rose Bowl, um, but Ohio State, you know, had championship expectations. I think Ohio State wins. I think Utah cover. Good teams win. Great teams cover. I'm going with that motto. Baylor Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Baylor one and a half against Ole Miss. This game, man. This is just seven versus eight. You know, I Baylor's favored, but but Ole Miss has Coral, who's a Heisman. Oh man, you know what? Gotta go, gotta go Baylor in this one, right? I mean, they just came off that amazing win uh, against Oklahoma State, but does, does that mean that they're running out of gas? Almost waiting for him. Yeah, this is such a toss up game. I'm, I'm rolling Baylor, though. They keep it on, baby. Baylor's been proving people wrong all season. Uh, gotta roll Baylor here. Going Baylor. Uh, Kentucky, Iowa. Uh, Kentucky, two and a half on Iowa. I'm taking Iowa here. Big. Big time, baby. Kentucky has a good offense. Um, but I think it's going to be a really close game. And I like the two and a half. Uh, and so I'm going to take Iowa. You know, not not going to overthink this one. You know, I, I could be completely wrong. Uh, but that's to I me. Mean, it's a bowl game. So who knows what's going on? I'm just making picks here. I have no idea. Uh, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, nine versus five here. Uh, Notre Dame, two and a half. I like Oklahoma State in this, honestly. Get, giving them plus two and a half. Uh, I'm at the hugest. ND fan. Uh, I'm rolling Oklahoma State. They look, you know, they're a good team. They had a rough game versus Baylor, which they should have won. Actually, you know, the first and goal in the one couldn't score. 30 seconds left. Uh, so, you know, I, I think they're going to come off pissed after that loss, uh, and they're going to come out and play in this uh, Fiesta Bowl versus ND. Right, and those are all the games I see here. Um, I, I guess I'm more excited for bowl games than I thought. Uh, but, I mean, I just got, you know, once I started looking at those lines, I was like, might as well give the people what they want, right? Um, but, you know, college playoff, you know, those top four teams I mentioned, Bama, Cincy, Georgia, uh, and Michigan, only games that really matter. Um, so we'll see what happens there. 
my boy Dougie Doug, you know, put a future in on Michigan to win the Big 12, which happened, and also to win it all, like, you know, a long time ago. So if they could win it all somehow, he'd be a rich man. He also has Patriots, you know, to win the Super Bowl, like, when they were, like, you know, maybe three and four, four and four. So he's he's looking good right now. So shout out Dougie Doug. Uh, I know he's been back in the game for a little bit now, so we'll see how those play out for him. Um, but, yeah, college football upon us. I uh, can't wait to see those bowl games. So I want to dive into some NBA uh, as Steph Curry, uh, on track to be the best three-point shooter in the league, barring a career-ending injury in the next few games. Uh, he's chasing Ray Allen uh, for most all-time three-pointers made, uh, which is 2,973 by Ray Allen. Um, I checked Curry is nine away, so he has 2,964. Uh, so nine to tie, ten to take the lead. Um, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where you did I wasn't even thinking about it because I just assumed he probably would break a record one day. Uh, he's old, Steph's older than you think, too. Um, I mean, Steph is in his 30s now. I think he's like 32, 33, like 33 years old. Uh, he still looks like he's 20, which is amazing. Uh, so, we, you know, eight, age as well he's 33 i mean so he's been doing this for a long time now uh, he looks it's unbelievable like you know when he retires one day you're gonna be like whoa steph's retiring like no way he's been in the league you know he's been killing it for so long now i mean and you just you know you reflect when he was in davidson everyone everyone remembers him in the tournament i do and, and i was in like middle school like early middle school i was like you know he put himself on the map everyone was like who is this steph curry guy from davidson it put Davidson on the map. Yeah, they've never been close to the same um, as that team. But, I mean, Steph. And, and now you see his brother, Seth Curry, who went to Duke. Uh, you know, higher recruited, you know, athlete than, you know, Curry was. And now, and now you see Seth, you know, who really actually struggled to start his career in the NBA. Went to the D-League for a while. One of the best shooters in the game now, too. So I don't know if if Steph was working with him or if they have you know shooting coaches that they work together. It's cool to see the Currys dominating the NBA. I mean, obviously it's Steph, but you know, both those guys making it look easy out there. I don't know like if you realize how hard it is to shoot a three and the way Steph does it. He's shooting like half quarters casually. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen his, guys have seen his trick shots recently. He was literally in the crowd, like in like the tunnel. A million feet away from the basket, and he's just throwing up circus shots, swishes, like not like without a care in the world. I mean, but this man does play with such a great joy. You can see it. I mean, he's a great leader, great teammate. Seems like a nice guy. He does seem like a nice guy. I would say I don't know him, but I've never heard anything bad about him. You know, he's never been in trouble off the court. You know, he's seems to be tight to everybody. Everyone talks so highly of him. So it's cool to see a guy like this achieve what he's achieving, kind of being an underdog his whole career until he came to the NBA. Uh, he's proving, you know, why he deserves to be what he's getting. You know, and he's making a lot of people look idiots, you know, for passing on him in the draft, for teams not recruiting him. Uh, it's amazing to see what he's doing. Uh, and thank God he's on the West because, you know, if the Bulls have to play him one day, it's only going to be in the finals. Uh, so, you know, if you lose to Steph Curry in the finals, I'll take that as a Bulls fan. Uh, speaking of the Bulls, um, DeRozan, you know, missing the last two games due to COVID. It's it's been like a day-to-day basis, so I'm not sure when he'll be back. I feel like he might be out for, you know, when Vucevic was, you know, had COVID, he was out for six, seven games 
or so. So we'll see. Uh, Bulls going one and one in his absence, uh, beating the Nuggets on Monday at home, and then you know not playing well last night at Cleveland. We I kind of knew that that was gonna be a trap game. I the first Bulls game I didn't bet on this year was I just was like Bulls plus three. It's too good to be true. And yeah, they got hand you know they got smacked around last night, lost by about twenty and to a Cleveland team that's been. Really good. They've been beating pretty much everybody. They're fourteen and twelve now. No Colin Sexton. Best record against the spread in the whole league. I think they're like eighteen and five. Bulls are third in the league against the spread, so they're right there as well. But tough, tough game to play in Cleveland. They have a great front court with Jared Allen and and rookie Evan Mobley. So tough for Vucevic down low. Um, Crusoe was also out last night. He's been out the last couple games with a hamstring injury. Not sure. He's going to be reevaluated in a week on Monday, so I don't like hearing that, that they have to wait until next week to hear from him. I hope, I hope he's okay. The Bulls, he's their glue guy. So if they're losing him for a long period of time, I think it would show. Uh, so this is where NBA gets tough. You start to see injuries happening. Vucic was out for a while with COVID. The Bulls stayed afloat. Um, and now he's back. He's playing a lot better. He had an awful game last night, but other than that, he's been draining. Uh, so now DeRozan's out, and the Bulls have looked, you know, good one game, bad one game without him, so we'll see uh, how this injury affects them down the stretch. I don't think that him and Caruso should be up for too long, but who knows, NBA. You know, they tell you one thing one day, another thing another day, so I'll keep you posted on that. But the most part, can't be mad at the Bulls. Beating Brooklyn again last Saturday for the second straight, or, yeah, for the second time this year. Um, second in the East right now at 17-9. and nine. So the Bulls are, I mean, the Bulls are right there um, in the East. You know, the last time, I can't tell you the last time the Bulls have been almost 10 games over 500. You know, the fact they're over 500 is an accomplishment. So nothing bad to say about the Bulls. Uh, they keep rolling. Um, got a game against Miami again on Saturday in Miami. Uh, no Bam. Uh, not sure if Jimmy's going to be out. He was out last game. Didn't seem to matter. They beat the Bucks last night with no hero either. So, you know, be a tough game in Miami, but let's see if the Bulls can get revenge for what they did last weekend. Riddles rant of the week. Bang bang, what's the hang? My riddles rant of the week this week just happened recently. Um, so I thought I had a dentist appointment tomorrow uh, at noon. Uh, I recently, last month, uh, thought my disappointment was at 9 a.m. It was actually at 7 in the morning. For whatever reason, I don't know why I scheduled a 7 a.m. dentist appointment. Uh, but, of course, you know, they called me. I was, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to get there. And then so they're like, all right, well, you know, you can reschedule in a month. I was like, all right, well, if that's all you, know, you have open. So I, I swear they said Friday at noon, you know, December 10th. I, I, I have it in my calendar. I never put dentist appointments in my calendar. Or anything in my calendar, really. I just kind of remember things. Well, apparently I remembered wrong because, yet again, I got another dentist call today saying, where are you? Um, and so I guess it was today at noon. And But, you know, luckily, don't worry, they can fill me in tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for my new dentist appointment. So a little frustrating. I, you know, I feel like an idiot, but then I'm like, I swear, like, I don't, like, I don't forget those type of things. I really don't. So unless I... I'm just an idiot, which you know very well could have been. Uh, I am yet again rescheduling my disappointment for a very early time tomorrow, um, and so yeah, I'm gonna be driving out to Elmhurst again and crack it on. But you know what? I guess if it's me that forgot time, it's what I deserve. It all always more bags and mulch. Bill Riddle says, and there's definitely some mulch to be get tomorrow. 
G-Force Spotlight of the Week. My G-Force Spotlight of the Week goes out to my younger sister, Jaybird. Uh, Julia and her boyfriend, Frankie, drove out to Santa Cruz, uh, where they're going to be living uh, for the foreseeable future. They don't really have a plan yet. They're going to, you know drive down there i think frankie has some connections in santa cruz um but yeah they're gonna get an airbnb until they can find a uh, apartment and then they're gonna start from there so i i can see julia you know just you know working at a surf shop you know getting some singing gigs on the side you know it's it's what you do in in california you just find a way Uh, but it's pretty cool she just got you know she graduated last year still not sure you know what she wants to do yet so she's just saying fuck it i'm gonna go out to california see see what i can do there that's good for her. You know, that takes a lot a lot of balls, Jaybird. I I don't think I could do that, you know, without, you know, knowing what, knowing what I wanted to do yet. And that's cool that you're able to do that. That's fucking awesome. So good for you. I wish you all the best. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, and I can't wait to visit you guys. I'll definitely be visiting out in Santa Cruz. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to California. So, you know, maybe when I was like three or four, but that doesn't count. Uh, so I'm going to be venturing my way out there. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. Excited for you guys. I uh, hope all is well. My flick of the week this week, I'm taking it to a Netflix documentary brought to my attention by Ethan Holman, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Holman's Krusty Clam. Uh, it's a Netflix documentary uh, called Bad Sport. Uh, so it's like, you know, six episodes, all different, uh, unrelated episodes, all about different things. Um, but something that's, you know, that's happened that's crazy or bad in the sports industry. Uh, and then I'll also give you a little insight. You know, I've only watched two of them. But the first one uh, was about a basketball fixing operation ran by these bookies, uh, getting this player named Headache Smith to help them shave points. Uh, so, and it was a real story. You know, they, you know, they, they had the you know, headache and his teammate that were a part of it interviewed, and the bookies themselves. So, it was pretty cool, man. I don't know how you shave points. You know, you have to be really good at basketball to do it. Uh, so it was pretty, you know, you almost, you know, you feel a knot in your stomach. You're like, oh my God, for like, you know, the stakes that are at hand, you know, at hand with the you know amount of money, what needed to be done. Uh, and then, you know, just everything behind it, you know, people like uh, the FBI was investigating. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, so really cool to see the insight. You know, you know, if you're a sports fan, you'll love it, it's, it's, especially if you're into gambling. Uh, so really awesome documentary. And, you know, every episode is different. The second episode is about... Uh, a weed smuggler, race car driver, you know, that's changed the game of race car driving. So that was pretty cool too. So if you're into pot, you're into gambling, you're going to love this series. Uh, but, you know, amazing series so far. Uh, good call by Holman. Uh, he told me I'd love it, and I do. So going to keep watching that. I'm only halfway done so far. So I highly recommend watching it, though. You know, they're, you know, they're, I, you know, you don't have to binge it. Just watch one at a time because, you know, they're all 60 minutes or longer. So they're all different. So you want to take it in one step at a time. But awesome show. Highly recommend. My bet of the week this week. Last week, I believe I went one and one. Took the Bulls uh, and took the Saints. Saints lost. Bulls won. So we're on the board. On the on the room of that pod. We're on the board. Uh, not where I want it to be, though. Never, not where I want it to be. So, um... I've only kept track the last two times, you know, so I'm officially 
one and two on the Real Me That podcast. Uh, we're, I'm going to give you four picks tonight. Four picks. Free picks. They're free picks. If you listen to the pod, um, it's your lucky day. It's, I'm going to give it to you straight here. We're taking to college basketball. Uh, Seton Hall, plus two and a half against Texas. Uh, the spread has currently changed uh, to Seton Hall minus one. So going in our favor. Uh, we like Seton Hall in this matchup. It's a it, unbelievably tough game. Texas, I love Texas too. At Seton Hall, though, is such a tough place to play. Uh, I think Texas can get it done. I think it's going to be a one-basket game, though. So you know what? I'll take the two points um, that, that it's giving me. Uh, I Yesterday got robbed with the Hoosiers at plus four and a half. Um, losing by five, up literally by 20, and then up by five with three minutes left. Badgers going on a 10 run in the game. Heartbreaker. I still like the points in that. I, I've been trying to get point value lately in college basketball. I feel like all these games are coming down to the wire. And the only, the only way I'm losing these is by these bad beats. Uh, UConn, you know, lost by three. I had a plus two and a half yesterday. Um, I'm right there. I'd rather lose on that. You know, if I take West Virginia minus two and a half, they're not covering. I'm telling you right now. If I take Badgers minus four and a half, they're not covering. It's just the way it goes. So I will take my point spreads. And I'm taking this into the day, too. I like Seton Hall plus two and a half. Give me the points against Texas at home. Um, I also like Purdue minus 12. I think they're minus 13 now. Uh, I t- my buddy Ike, I'm taking the – Ike loves Texas. You know, So if you want to you know, fade me on that, not him, but you know the public, if you want to fade me, fine. Uh, I understand why. Uh, my boy Hoosier is also on Texas. so It's going to be a tough game there. But he's also on Purdue minus 12. You know, It's a lot of points uh, at Rutgers. I'm not always a huge fan of – you know, a lot of points in the road, but Purdue is Purdue. They're amazing this year. I've, I've seen them just, you know, 12 is actually a small number. I feel, I feel like they're going to win by 20. Rutgers just lost by 30 to U of I. So you have to think that maybe, yeah, they're coming off a tough loss. They're at home. They're going to want to play well against the number one team. So don't expect it to be a blowout right away, but I think Purdue, um, by the end of the game, you know, carries away. I, I think they win by 17, 18 points. Uh, I also love Pittsburgh plus three today uh i got my plus 100 they're now th- th- they're plus three and a half against the vikings everyone's on the vikings tonight you know every, you know it's, it's a must win for both teams essentially both teams love playing close games uh and i think it's going to come down to you know a one to three point game at the end of it you know i don't know who's going to win you know i think the steelers can do it. i think the steelers are the better team they have better defense uh, but vikings at home prime time always tough especially if we're coming off a loss to the lions got them the got them that they're you know going to have a revenge factor. But at the end of the day, it's like Vikings haven't looked good. If I'm just strictly going off, yeah, we're going to play well now because we have to win. It's like I'm not putting my money on the Vikings minus three and a half. I'm just not going to do it. I think it's going to be a close game, so that's why I'll take the Steelers plus three. I, and I, I think the Steelers are going to win outright. I, I think they're going to do it, uh, but put me in the hands of having a few points for extra cushion. I'll take it. Uh, and I'm also going to take uh, Iowa State. Uh Plus three and a half. Unfortunately, they're now plus five. I took it last night. So they went up a point and a half there. So I'm not thrilled about that. But I don't know. It's like Iowa's lost two in a row. They don't have a good defense. They have a very potent offense. But it's at Iowa State. Uh, rivalry game here. Iowa State hasn't lost yet this year. They've looked really good. Uh, they've beat good teams. They've, you know, crushed Xavier, Memphis. So it's like, is it, why, is this, why is everyone on Iowa? I don't really understand this. Uh, I guess maybe it's a trap. Maybe I've fallen for the trap, but I don't think so. I think it's just people are undervaluing Iowa State once again. I will lose on Iowa plus three and a half. You can get them at now at plus five. 
you know, on any book you're at. So I love Iowa State again tonight. Uh, I think that if they lose, it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, and I think Iowa on the road is just they're a different team on the road than they are at home. Uh, so Seton Hall, plus 2.5. Iowa State, plus 3.5 or plus 5. Um, Pittsburgh, plus 3 uh, or 3.5. You know, you can give it 3.5 now. And uh, Purdue, minus 12. They're at minus 13 now. I still, I'd still take minus 13. It is now time for my favorite segment on Roll Me That. Uh, RMT presents to you the playoff edition, or the week before the playoff edition, the Fickner Cup Fantasy Podcast, the best fantasy league in the world. Um, and it, it's brought to you... Uh, it's brought to you by Coca-Cola. You know, a new sponsor coming in for the Fick League. You know, we talked to Coke sponsors. They said, you know, we need a team, you know, on our label that's, you know, or a league on our label that, you know, shows us that you're the real deal. Uh, and it, it, it was pretty self-explanatory. You know, after going through uh, the chats, you know, the the league history, they just know that our, you know, our league – it's not a fraud league. It's a it's a real league, uh, with with boys that want to win, uh, boys that you know put their lives on the line every day to make sure that they have the best fantasy team in the world, uh, and that, and that's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's the hardest league there is, uh, probably because we drafted so early. You know, and we just take you know instead of Aaron Rodgers, Amani or Amani, Amari Rodgers uh, that I did earlier this year. You know, we see A Rodgers in the 14th round, you're just like, "Oh, A Rodgers still available." Come on now. Uh, not the case. Not the case. Um, FYI, you know, on my last segment, you know, I I think some people which is totally cool. I think, you know, a lot of people tune in and will mainly listen to this segment. Uh, but I did put out my betting picks for the night, so feel free feel free to hop aboard. Feel free to fade. I put them out there for a reason. Now, it's funny, you know, a lot of people are scared to put their picks out there because they don't want to look like idiots. You know, they're scared people are going to bet against them. Let people, you, you can't control what people are going to do. Sports betting is so hard that, you know, you're going to lose. And I've won, I've lost, uh, I've lost heartbreakers, I've won uh, buzzer beaters. You know, it's just the way it goes. And so it's fun putting your picks out there because you know what? It's You want the boys to hop on. Uh, and and then you're just gonna have those assholes that that want you to lose. It's just the way life works. It's the way life works. Uh, people want you to fail. People want you to succeed. Who ultimately it's on you. Who gives a shit what people are doing? You live your own life. You bet on who you want to bet on. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Be confident. Be confident with yourself uh, and who you are as a human. Um, it's just. And, and, you, and you'll succeed. You will succeed as a human. Put me in the Hall of Fame of quotes. Uh, if you Google Riddle, you will get that quote. Uh, back to fantasy. Back to what matters here. Uh, it's an unfortunate uh, ending for the saloons this year. Uh, not going to make the playoffs you know, after winning it all last year. Uh, not even making it to the last week. You know, Currently on um, a sad four-game losing streak. Um, might probably be five by the end of the season. It's just not. It wasn't the cars with saloons this year. Uh, probably should have done a name change. Uh, and I was thinking about it, and I, I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger, and I, and and that's on me. 
Um, I will say, you know, I don't mind my team. So going into the, you know, Fickner uh, uh, consolation bracket here, you know, I'm I'm fine with what I have. You know, I'm willing to go into battle with that team. Uh, the the only fun thing about being in the the loser bracket is, yeah, you're might be a freak, but you still get to like prep your lineup uh, as if you're you know in the championship because you don't want to lose. So you know, I'm still gonna be definitely paying attention. Um, so trying to find anything positive coming out of this, I will say, it, you know, I was I was fortunate enough last year to win the whole thing doing this, you know, on my podcast. Uh, it's a little different this year. It definitely hurts more, uh, but you keep going. Win, lose. You do it. F- you know, I don't do this for myself. I do it for the boys. I do it for the fantasy gods. Um, and win or lose, you know, the pod rolls on. You know, not, you're not always gonna win. Uh, yeah, you always want to win, but it's not gonna happen. Uh, so the pod goes on. Uh, who gives a shit? Love you, boys. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Um, going into week thirteen matchups here. I'll start with my own. Uh, it was the saloons against Team Cough Daddy. Uh, ever since Cough Daddy had his name change, he's been a different team. Uh, made a trade with Nato, which seems to be working. Um, uh, it was a 129 to 111. A pretty easy victory for Cough Daddy. Saloons gave him all he had, but just ultimately not enough offense. Uh, Lamar not coming through um, really at all the last few weeks. You know, putting up shit fantasy numbers. Uh, Nick Chubb's been a big old bitch uh either has COVID or he's out or just doesn't get the ball or he's on a bye week when I need him so ultimately uh not happy with that draft pick this year never drafted Nick Chubb even though he's a beast I'm not he's too much of a cancer for the team I'm not taking Chubb but cough day moving to six and seven uh the saloons moving to four and nine eliminated eliminated from this year's FIC championship uh cough day is still alive though I will get into the playoff scenarios after this week um, instead of power rankings this week, um, I thought that I would just do, you know, what the current playoff teams is. It really doesn't matter what the power rankings are anymore. Uh, but I'll go through who's in, who's out, and whatnot. Uh, but next matchup, we got about that action, uh, dismantling the conundrums, 146 to 110. Uh, I felt this coming, uh, too much offense about that action, uh, favorable matchup for him, uh, ultimately, ultimately able to get it done on the road. Uh, both teams making the fix- playoffs though, so just seeing implications, Mattering in that matchup. Uh, another matchup where both teams are already in. Uh, the Tittays, Big Sam, uh, taking on the Commissioner. Commissioner dismantling Tittays, 152-92. Uh, easy home dub for Luke. Uh, now on a six-game winning streak, going in hot into the fake playoffs. Uh, and uh, Tittays here, moving to 8-5, and five, doing just fine. Uh, Going to be right in the mix for that 3-4 seed. Uh, come playoff time. Uh, and then we had uh, the Krusty Clams uh, also taking down Dan Fernando's Vegas Sun. I mean, I don't understand Ticket, you know, putting up 130 twice against me, really hurting my playoff chances. Uh, but now losing three in a row, putting up only 83 to the Clams. And just like that, the Clams, when you think they're out, they're right back in it. Only at 5-8. and eight. But currently on a two-game win streak uh, after started after being three and eight, um, needing some things to happen next week. But very well could be in for the Fickner playoffs. Um, and then we have uh, Mr. Mike Nasser uh, taking another L uh, this time to Minneapolis. Mike Caputo's there's too much offense for 
MMC. Uh, it was close for a while, uh, but ultimately it was uh, Mr. Nato getting it done against McGee's. Uh, and McGee's already out of playoff contention, trying to play spoiler, not able to do it. Currently sitting with the saloons on the outside, looking in. Uh, sad one for this year's boys, but hey, we're he has a good team as well. You know, I don't know how he's only won three this year. Uh, gonna be tough if I have to play him in the Fickner uh, constellation. Uh, but there's gonna be a couple more boys joining us. Not so fast, uh, uh, gentlemen. We got two more spots waiting with Nasser in the saloons. Who will join them? Uh, so let's get into um, uh, the scenarios here. Uh, so to set the stage for week 14, um, so first off, if Cough Daddy wins, he's in. If Cough Daddy wins, then he controls his own destiny. Ethan needs to win uh, and Coffin to lose for Holman to get in. So if Holman wins uh, and Coffin loses, he'd be in because of the tiebreaker points. Uh, so he would own that over Coughlin just because of points four. Uh, Pastuovic needs Coughlin and Ethan to lose and to outscore Coughlin by 21. So a lot Pastuovic controlled his own destiny. He wasn't able to get it done the last three weeks uh, after beating the saloons, going to 5-5. Five and five. Uh, shit the bed is now lost three in a row. So he could be joining me and Nasser for a little uh, Fickner fun at the end of the year. Uh, but in the playoffs, Kuhn can take the two seed uh, with a win and a client hands loss. So that's kind of crazy. So a, a big buy for the uh, Tetes. Uh, and then Lebo can take the two seed with a win and a Kuhn loss and a client hands loss or a win and a client loss, but outscoring Kuhn by 44. So a lot of different scenarios there. You know, that's not as exciting as who's going to make the Fick. Um, uh, you know, freak bowl. Um, but it, it's on, you know, people are crunching the, and that was all thanks to Mike Nasser right there, crunching the numbers, you know, look at the boys that are already out. We still, we still care about this league, win or lose. It's tough, but you swallow your pride, uh, and you still compete, uh, for the sake of the league, for the sake of the league. Um, and I want to get into now, uh, instead of the power rankings, uh, I want to do, uh, a playoff projection, so right now, the playoff bracket looks like this. Luke would get the bye, along with the conundrums. So the one and two seeds. Uh, Caputo's would be a five seed, taking on Bout That Action at four. Uh, and currently, Team Kofde sits at six uh, against uh, the Titeis. Uh That would be a hell of a matchups right there. Two rivals right there. Um, you know, Team Kofde loves playing Kuhn. <laughs> loves playing Gronkowski. Gron- Gronk always seems to get 50 points on Coughlin. So that would be an interesting matchup. Uh, and then the final four on the bottom would be Nasser against the Saloons, myself, and then the Krusty Clams taking on Vegas. So lots uh, depending on for next week. Uh, so let's get into uh, the schedule for next week, um, the matchups for the final week of the season. Uh, and it goes like this. We have uh, about that action taking on Holman's Krusty Clam. Uh I want to take Krusty Clams, but I can't. I can't go against Bout That Action. He's hunting for that two seed. This looks a lot better on paper. I'm taking Clams, or I'm 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 taking Bout That Action, ending Clams this season, going for his first time in the Fickner, uh, uh, playoff uh consolation. He's never not made the playoffs, so it'd be a sad day for the Clams. Uh, sorry, Clams. Uh, love you, but you you're coming down with us. You're coming down with us. Uh, Tite's taking on the Conundrums. Huge matchup here. Uh, I'm taking the Conundrums, though. You know what? 
they're due for a win here. You know, they haven't done all this work not to get the two seed. Uh, I see the conundrums sneaking by today's in a classic Kleinhand style. Low scoring affair. T- taking the under in this matchup. MMC taking on Dan Fernandez, Vegas Sun. It's just MMC's time. He's 7-6. and six. Uh, He's due for another win. Dan Fernando trending down. Uh, I just don't see uh, Pustovic be able to get it done. I'm taking MMC in a slightly easy game. I don't think, you know, Ticket's playing with his life on the line, but I don't think he has what it takes to finish off the season. Uh, it's just, it's, it's too late for Ticket. You know, he belongs with the rest of us at the bottom. Uh, it's just the way it has to go. Um... Luke Boyd, the commissioner, taking on the saloons. Uh, meaningless matchup here. Luke's going to get the one seed no matter what. I'm out. Uh, so, and therefore, I'm taking the saloons here. We've beaten, we've beaten the commissioner once. We're going for his throat again. I think we have what it takes. Uh, we're we're going to give it one last effort before uh, the freak bowl season. Uh, it's, it's been a hell of a ride. And, you know, it's going to end with a bang. We're taking down the commissioner for the league. Uh, for shits and giggles. Uh, and then the last matchup here, we have Team Cough Daddy taking on McGee's. Um, I'm taking Team, Team Cough Daddy. I don't see McGee's playing spoiler here. I think Team Cough Daddy gets it done. Uh, he's come this far not to make the playoffs. He didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, going for a bounce back season this year. Didn't start off promising, but here he is. One win away from the football playoffs. I think Cough Daddy gets it done that's all the time we have today on the riddle me that podcast i want to get ready for tuning in lots of good sports this weekend bulls heat on saturday a uh, huge slate of college basketball our first real all-day saturday with college basketball uh, so it's supposed to be warm outside go out to a bar watch some games grab a steak uh whatever gets you going uh, gonna be a good weekend uh, i love you all i appreciate everyone for tuning in i'll see you guys next week Real Daddy, he's out.